right, who wants to hear about high-octane adventures and the latest and greatest on the motor scene? It's time to rev it up with John and Jess on Joy 1340. All right, everybody, welcome back to Rev It Up with John and Jess. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we got a couple of new things this week. Um, we got kind of a crazy week. I mean, welcome back to... Uh, 97 points or 98.7 FM. I screwed that up again. But, uh, <laughs> sure I'm, I'll did. get better at it. Well, you say you say that part. How about that? Thanks for joining us on Joy 1340 AM at 98.7 FM. Part of the Milwaukee Radio Group now that we're part of the team here. I Home guess. of the Hog. Yeah, Home of the Hog and 96.5 KLH. So we're happy to be uh, on our team, I guess. Do you know what's been weighing heavily on my mind lately? Oh, boy. Pay attention, everybody. This is going to be good. Thanksgiving and the food. And the food? That's going to be available. You're talking about the diesel. What? You, no. The delivery of diesel? No, I'm talking about mashed taters and gravy. Well, yeah, but how are we going to get it there if we don't have diesel fuel? I'm not worried about it. The are pilgrims not, didn't have diesel, did they? Okay, that's true. Okay. You know that meme I posted so, okay, the other so, day? So you're concerned that we're not going to have food in the stores? No, I'm just, no, what? why are you taking it to this level? I'm just dreaming of mashed taters and gravy. I okay. posted that meme not too long ago of that lady going down a river of gravy in a kayak on a mountain of mashed potatoes. If I had three wishes, that's... You'd be the first one, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be for money. It'd be mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, 100%. I just want to sleep on the couch. You do sleep. sleep on the couch? I want to sleep on the couch afterwards. Anyway. But I like the dessert, too. Do you want to tell the cool cats and kittens what you're up to next week? Okay, so <clears throat> next week we're actually filming in lacrosse for uh, Truck Nitro Tour out of, uh, I believe they're out of Arizona and California. Mm-hmm. We had a good friend of our Max call back in, and as everybody knows, we had... The whole crew kind of out in, where were we in uh, Wausau for that one before? Yeah. We had uh, Mike Fonder, our friend was out there from Monster Hall of Fame, and we got asked to do the coverage for the Motor Mania Media, which mm-hmm. we got the kids up, had a lot of fun with that one. Yep. And uh, we got asked to come back there doing a neon Monster Truck tour. Oh. Uh, kind of mimicking some of the Hot Wheels tour. Mm-hmm. So they asked us to come up. I believe Austin and I and a couple of the other guys from the crew were going up Monday night, and we'll be filming all day for some commercials and... Looking forward to a new 2023 schedule with them um, around the country for filming and doing hosting some shows. Nice. Yeah. That's exciting. Are you going to go with on a couple of them? On a couple of them, yeah. Only where the warm weather is, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. And speaking of warm weather, our guest today, I'm not a jealous person by any means, but I am jealous of Joe. And you know why I'm jealous? Because Joe was in Texas, my second home. <sighs> Joe, Joe, is it warm down there? Uh, it has been actually phenomenal down here. It's it's raining today, so don't be too jealous of it about today. But uh, yeah, it's been gorgeous weather. Well, then I'm jealous of you yesterday, <laughs> and the yeah, fact yeah, that you have you have a GTO. Tell us about your GTO, your sweet GTO. Um, the GTO I have is it's a 1967 GTO. It was actually my father's. He uh, he built it before I was even being thought of, and uh, <laughs> back, back in. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back he, when you uh, back when he was happy, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He uh he actually he built it in, in nineteen sixty eight. He he was at a salvage yard and um he there's a GTL front end that was wrecked that was rear ended and, and a Le Mans that was front end. He put the two together and and you know, back then it wasn't common to have a street car that you actually drive with. And, yeah, very common. You know, I mean, today it's common, but back then you didn't do that. You either had a drag car or you had a street car. And so he had both. And I'll tell you what, you know, growing up and stuff, that was, uh, that was the, the family the family trophy, if you will, the jewel. Mm-hmm. And uh, his, his colors were blue and gold. And 
Um, so every vehicle that he ever did, he really, you know, that's their balloon gold. And it was a special paint job that he'd always do up on stuff. And it was a four-speed car. And, and uh, you know, it's funny. As, as a kid, I, I remember the car going to the track. I remember, you know, I remember my mom taking us to the store in it, too. You know, I mean, she could drive this thing. Oh, it's, nice. Grocery getter. Not cool. your, it wasn't your normal. <laughs> Very cool, Mom. Yeah. yeah. Did, my, did Mom have a cigarette um, in her hand, too? <laughs> probably did. You know, who knows? I mean, but um, and this thing was special. It was uh, it was really different. And, uh, you know, I had a Mickey Thompson cross ram with two carburetors. He had a homemade hood scoop on it. I mean, just the, the shifter. I remember the shifter. It was a straight inline um like a Mr. Gasket style. Oh, sure. With the reverse, with the reverse lockout. Yeah. yeah the, the reverse was a separate, separate yeah. one. Yeah. So just so, what we're talking you know, about it's is really hard to miss the gear. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, what, what, up and, what we're talking about just is that instead of having an H pattern for shifting, uh-huh. it was all right no, in line. Was, you just go one, two, three, four, and it was a downshift gear and everything. It was okay. really cool for racing back in the sixties uh, and early seventies. Oh, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very so, neat piece. And it, spent most of, it spent most of its life in our backyard. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't one of the things that, you know, you could always afford to, uh, you know, do, you know, growing up. But I'll tell you what, that car is responsible really for me being who I am today. Oh. And I'll, I'll never forget uh, being in the back seat when he would go to a practice launch site and just launch it. And just, I mean, my God, you're just a little kid in the back seat, not wearing a seatbelt, nothing <laughs> back then. And uh, I'm still here today. Amazing. Well, and, and uh, that, you know, and you hear the tires, the, you know, the motor screaming, the tires going, you're just sucked back. The windshield is just a blur. And I'll suck. That's that was, awesome. I mean, that's all it took. Well, and that's where, as we're talking about, that's who you are today, bringing you on the show, was not for the discussion of the GTO. But actually, Joe is one of our uh, guests here today. And actually, he was at our, uh, one of our shows last year and a big hit around the country here. And Joe, your show or your business is uh, mobile dyno tuning, correct? Mobile, mobile Dino, Dino Masters. Masters. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, mo- Mobile Dino Masters. Yep. Can you tell us what exactly is dyno testing and why do you recommend it? Wow. Okay. So that's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> In a nutshell. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, Somebody did their homework, everyone, Joe. <laughs> yeah, everybody looks at it at a dyno maybe a little bit differently, but bottom line is, um, a, a, you know, we have a chassis dyno, engine dyno, most, we, we have them all. Um, but basically a dyno, it's, it's really, it's a tuning tool is really what it is. And basically you can put your vehicle on there. You find out how efficient your vehicle is running. You know, it, it, w- it will give you that information, especially if you know what you're doing on it. Um, and then you can try out and make recommendations for someone to correct. You know, if, if, if there, you might want to validate, Hey, I got a brand new car. You know, it's supposed to make X amount of horsepower. It's what the advertise. Is it doing that? Okay. You put it on and you find out. Cause it's not, you're in a warranty. Go back and do it. But we like to help people find, we like to tweak and tune. And, uh, you know, you try to get the most out of something. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but, you know, when you're drag racing or you're racing, you're doing anything, you want the most that you can get. So your best, so yeah, I, I was just going to say, basically, you're just trying to get them the best performance out of your car or truck Correct. or whatever. And, yeah. and again, it, it, it just boils back down to efficiency. How efficient are, is your vehicle actually working? And we, we did notice that last year at our show, at the Motor Mania show in June, at the fairgrounds, you actually had a, you helped a couple, uh, actually a couple friends of mine, I think it was Brian Simmons, I've, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe with the, uh, I believe he had the orange Mopar on there, right? Was it the Challenger, or what, what did you have on there? He did, yeah, okay. I remember that. And you, you actually gained him a couple, you actually gained him a lot more horsepower, a lot more torque out of that car by helping him tune that day, didn't you? 
Well, I think, you know, again, the dyno, it just, the numbers don't lie. Yep. And that's the thing. If, if yes, one's repeatable. Um, we had a couple people that were there that we helped out. I, I remember one gentleman, uh, Saturday morning, he jumped on the dyno. He had a, um, an Edelbrock fuel injection system on his car. And I think we picked him up like 30 or 40 horsepower. But it was really, for him, it was just about the drivability of it. You know, he just, he was not happy with how this vehicle was driving. But being on the dyno, we were actually able to identify he had his fuel pressure wrong. He had the distributor and yeah, just a couple of mistakes that were made. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, we got him turned around and he actually was really much happier when he left. Wow. How long does it, how long does the test last? How long does it take? So just getting a baseline, it only takes about 15 minutes, you oh. know, 10, 15 minutes. It doesn't take very long. It's, the hard part is really strapping the vehicle down, you know, because every, every vehicle is a little bit different. And that's what you got to know. So, you know, you drive the vehicle for us with the chassis, with the mobile chassis dyno. It's a, it's a, it's a large trailer with the dyno built into it. And so you got to drive the vehicle up on there. You find the right spots to strap it down. You got to make sure that the rear wheels are free and they're on the dyno center and stuff like that. And uh, once you do that, that's the hard part. It, the, the, the pull itself is only second. It, it doesn't take very long. Okay. And yeah. You get a lot of information in a short period of time. Now, you did say mobile. Obviously, that's in your title. So, you do do you travel the entire country? If if we have a show going on, like you guys were gracious, you know, to invite us over and and uh, stuff. So, yeah, I mean, if someone if someone gets a hold of me, they call me and say, "Hey, listen, we got a big show going on, and we think it's you know we, we can we can make it work business wise." Then, yeah, we're we're absolutely all about that. We we enjoy having fun. You know, for us, yes, it's a business, but really, it's it's a lot of excitement. You know, you get people on there and, and, uh, you know, help them out. Yeah. I noticed, I noticed last year and for our listeners and followers that don't know, uh, Joe, uh, mobile dino master is actually based out of New York, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's New York. Yeah. And we, we kind of went back and forth on social media for almost about a year. And until we finally connected last year to, to get you out to the show and it was a huge hit, you know, I mean, obviously we had some rain on Saturday, but I mean, you even had, which I, I was really shocked, and I loved watching it all. And, and I know we get a lot of uh, a lot of views and a lot of followers on that one. But you actually had Anthony Smith, and you put Hercules on a dyno last year. That or, was I mean, it's awesome. Last summer. I, it was, <laughs> I get, I gotta say it. That was awesome. Yeah, it was that was a highlight of the day, and I think that was really a thing where you and I looked at each other and we started talking. With so much going on, we thought, okay, this is going to be a game changer. Now we need to now we need to up our game for twenty twenty three and have a challenge, and we need to have some awards going out and stuff like that, and. I was just so happy that you were a part of it. It was so much fun to see. Now, I could be wrong, but up here, uh, I'm just speaking because of my experience or lack thereof. Like, I had no clue that this even existed. Like, yeah. I didn't know it was a thing. And the only reason I knew it was a thing, because I cruised past it on my red golf cart like a million times. I was like, I wonder what's going on over there. So, I don't know that people up here, well, this again, this is coming from Jess, who's not a car guy <laughs> type thing. Like, I, 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 I think, <laughs> right? <laughs> but like, it's common knowledge. I didn't know about it. I think uh, more people need to know about it. And that's why we have you on the show, because it's just such a great thing to offer. And I can't wait to have you back this coming year and for the years to come, because it's it's just great for the racing people and anybody else that just wants to get well, the most out of their vehicle. Jeff, I got to tell you, you're, you're, you're absolutely spot on. Uh, a lot of people don't know about it that they should, or they have a misconception about it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, people think, you know, only hot rodders, only, you know, race cars, you know, need to get on the dyno. And, and that's not true. 
um, you know, like I said, I, I proved um, literally factory vehicles, you know, that you think you're buying something. It's supposed to have X amount to it. And, you know, maybe the customer thinks that they have what they're supposed to. Oh, you know, dealer says this, and that's great. Why don't you get on there and validate it? You know, find out. Because if it's off, get it fixed. You know, you may not be getting the gas mileage that you, you, that you think you should be getting. I was just going to ask diner. about gas. A very important subject uh, in this day Absolutely. and age is gas efficiency. So that's great to know. Well, yeah, I mean, we can actually, we can help people. Again, tuning is a wonderful thing. It's not, people also have a misconception about tuning. I'm sorry, I hate to burst the bubble for a lot of people and don't want to step on no one's toes, but there's, you know, there's four things that make an engine run. Air, fuel, spark, compression. Tuning is nothing more than adjusting the air-fuel ratio and the, and the spark. Oh. That's it. Unless you are changing components or something like that, when you go to tune, you're just trying to get the right, it, it's a dance. The air, fuel, and the spark, it's a dance inside the motor. Every engine can be different. You yeah. know, you think you might be building 20 of them exactly the same. Guess what? One might like something a little bit different. Or uh, I'm so glad you area. said that. Interesting. Yeah. So glad you, you said know, that because, because last week, and as you know, we had one of our good friends on here, uh, Troy Nicholas, with Abby Normal, one of the cars that actually ran against uh, uh, Hercules last year with the, with the black uh, uh, Mustang. But he, we, we were talking about how hot rodders and street racers, there is so much of a science and knowledge that needs to be done on these cars and to make them tune and do whatever. And that is where I just want to give you so much credit and respect on my end and for what you do. It doesn't matter what I saw you go on the dyno with and in and, and your videos on social media. You have got a knowledge that just blows my mind of how to tune these cars and get that, that mixture right, that combination right to get these guys to perform. And one thing I wanted to bring up next uh, on top of the respect is some guys come to you and they claim, I had this shop build it so-and-so, it's got 800 horse. And you just kind of smile and smirk and you're like, okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're like, the numbers don't lie. And it goes through. And I remember having a car out there. Um, this was about two years ago when we first did Motor Mania. We had a, a different guy with a, a, a smaller dyno thing come out. But the guy claimed that he had, you know, like the five, 600 horse to the rear wheel. And it only turned out to be 330. Ooh. Well, and then the, the owner of the car was there. And the builder of the car was there with the shop, and they all looked at each Woo! other like the deer in the headlight. I'm like, okay, Child. somebody in. So, <laughs> I mean, express a little bit on that one, Joe. Like, how, have you ever had those conversations or situations that come up every, like that? Buddy, I'm going to tell you almost every <laughs> single time. I love it. I love it. We got to get the camera. We got to do a live feed from your station in 2023 just to get reactions. Yes. I'm going I'm to set up a shop, yeah. Even, even at that show we did with you, we had guys get on the dyno, completely turn out and say, no way, man, your dyno's off. I have to take <laughs> dyno someplace else. And, all. and I, I, you're right. I just got to smirk, smile, and be like, okay. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, though, one of the guys did turn around and leave. He went back to his tuner, and they figured out there was something wrong with the tune. Because I told him, I said, dude, your tune's off. I, I don't want to tell you. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Your car's not, it's not right. He came back. Finally, he got the numbers he was supposed to get the first time around. But nice. you know what? He was big enough to say, That's I'm cool. sorry. It wasn't your dyno. If you're right, it was my tune. I get it. You know, I, I, I totally understand. We don't want to, but if he did not get on that dyno and find that out, he wouldn't have known. Absolutely. 
Jess is big on apparel. Do you think do you think we should have some shirts made next year that say it's not my dino, it's your tune? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, I like coming up with new things as you know, both of you do. I and, will uh, rock what, that what, every what, what day you, of the week. What do you think about those shirts or stickers for you? That, I think that rock. I think that'd be so cool. I, I listen, I got you know what? That'd be funny as hell if but my wife calls my wife's nickname for the, my dino. She goes, "It's a big baby man, big baby man dino." All and right. So she goes, "I know women can be be tatty and all that." She goes, "I have never seen so many grown men bitch, whine, cry, complain." She goes, "Because they think they're supposed to put this out." I'm like, "Yeah, well, you know." I believe okay. it. It's funny. I she's she's right though. I mean, I I have guys all the time if they don't get the number that they want, it, it's got to be your equipment. Your, your equipment sucks. Oh sure, it's always <laughs> someone else's fault. It's always your fault, man. You know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's always my fault. I'm like, all right, well, and then then you get the guys who are like, well, it's a it's a Dino Jet. It's it's a, it's not a Mustang, or this guy might have a Mustang, or this guy might because there's different types of dinos that are out there, and stuff. And I'll just tell you, the bottom line is, like I said, a Dino is nothing more than a tuning tool. So it's from where you start to where you finish. That's what makes the dyno important. You know, everybody wants to hear and see that number. Well, guess what? I picked out, when I bought my chassis dyno and I decided to go into this business, I want to be a mythbuster. I'm sick and tired of false advertising. You know, people say, oh, buy this air filter and it'll give you 10 horsepower. Oh, buy these headers, of will 15 <laughs> horsepower. I've got guys that literally build their car like that and say, well, I should have 25 horsepower more than stock. What about the stickers? That you, what about the stickers you put alongside your windows or in the back window? Does that add horsepower? <laughs> you want to say? <laughs> I said, what about what about what about the stickers? Uh, like you know, remember back in the day when we were younger, and we we put a Lakewood or a Hearst sticker in our in our uh, rear window, you know, in the passenger rear window. I think I make it go and, faster. Uh, and we put it on it. Does that add any add any horsepower? Because I really thought when I was about sixteen, I had Is I would that, buy, yeah, buy the stickers. Hundred percent. Okay, hundred percent. That's what I thought. I, I've had guys where it's a placebo, where they turn around and say, "Hey, I had this tune from this guy, and I'm 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 100 horsepower more now, and, and the car feels great." Come to find out, they're actually 50 horsepower less. Oh, mind over matter, baby. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's awesome. Like I said, it's I have a lot of fun with it. It, it really is good, but you know, there's different types of, of dynos out there. Um, you know, you have inertia dyno, eddy brake dyno, stuff like that, and and I picked inertia dyno when I when I had my choice. Um, of dinos to buy, and the reason why I did that, and don't get me wrong, I own an Eddie Brake dino as well uh, for the motorcycles and stuff, and, and this is why I'm going to say what I'm going to say. The information you put in will reflect the information you get out, but inertia dino, you can't. You, you can't fudge no numbers. You can't, there's no, you put the vehicle on there, it is what it is. So it's, it's nothing more than a weighted wheel, and you know, Jeff, I know one of your questions before is like, you know, how do you determine horsepower and stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, believe it or not, back in the, and this is, this is very, very primitive, but a long time ago, how they first started determining horsepower was literally by a horse, and they had the horse um, pull a weighted amount of mass. And That's how so fast funny. that horse could move that weight from point A to point B yeah. determined horsepower. And that same sorry. principle is basically going on today with inertia dyno. So it's a weighted wheel. And as you're going down through, all it does is record how fast you can accelerate that weighted wheel in a certain amount of time. 
and it records your, your RPM as mm-hmm. well, so it can give you, you know, where you're at for that power. But that, that's how you determine horsepower. How fast you can move uh, an object from point A to point B in a certain amount of time. Just like drag racing. You know, you want to figure out how much horsepower you have? Well, you went from, you know, the fairing line to the fish line. What was the mile per hour? You know, and they usually base mile per hour is off the horsepower. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with doing it off the ET, your lapse time, is because, well, then you might have traction problems. You might have this. You might have that, right? Yeah. So it just, there's always different factors involved and, and you know, things you can go by. But that's, that's the meat and potatoes of it. That's wow. the basic point pretty neat yes, there's like so much to learn like i just have no idea you know it's just really interesting well, to, to hear this kind of thing it's amazing i mean to, to read the stuff and, and you'll go through and actually show people that this industry in this world is not just about a bunch of loud hot rodders like to drive their stuff i mean there's science and like, the, the technology that's going on is amazing thought. right and that's i mean even you today you know being such a big part of Motor Mania and this here now, you're learning stuff every day with these guys. It's, yeah, because before then, I'm like, let's just put the pedal to the metal. What's the problem? Let's go. <laughs> do it. And there's so many different factors that they analyze and do and, and stuff like that. And that was one of the questions I had for you is, how did this start for you? I mean, obviously, we had the history of the GTO with Dad and everything. How did you go from, obviously, there must be a history of some tuning or some mechanical in the background to go from doing that to doing the, the chassis dyno? Like, what was your background before that? What, why did I get into this? Yeah, basically, why and what was the background, your history before that so, that made you a, a, a dyno master, I guess. There we go. It sound like well, a transformer. So right, how, how are you master. a dyno master? Where did, who, who gave you the sword to do this? <laughs> I, I would tell you masters is probably self, self-proclaimed, so I, I, won't, I won't put too much weight on that. However, um, so I drag race and stuff, and, and you know, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a Pontiac guy. So, and my brother races, and, you know, my whole family. My father, he's Ferris, we're, we're all Pontiacs. So the problem that I had was every time I wanted to go do something, there was, you know, a lot of the shops around me, um, either, either someone didn't have a dyno or, oh, we don't do Pontiacs. We, we only do Chevys or Fords or whatever the case was. You know, like nobody was really set up to, to do anything. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, my God, you know, there's, there's got to be something better, you know, to try and do this. And, and uh, I was selling Snap-on tools at the time. I had my own franchise. And I decided to get out of that. And I'm sitting around. I'm doing doing something. And my wife goes, well, what are you going to do now? I said, man, I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I don't really want to go back to just turning wrenches anymore. You know, I'm getting older and stuff. And sorry, I'm not, you know, my 20s and 30s and just bending over fenders. is just not appealing anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, honestly, I've always wanted to own my own drag strip. You know, I have, have like a completely one-stop shop type thing. Drag strip, dyno, repair shop, store, whole night. Well, that's not really in the cards at the moment. So I said, you know what? I like the dyno thing. You know, I, I did see the, the TV show, Engine Masters and stuff. And stuff. I was like, you know, that's me. I like to tweak and tune. I like to see what works, what doesn't work. And I, instead of me going out spending, you know, paying someone else, and the dyno shops I have gone to, they don't let you do anything. Like, you know, it's, it's well, we put your motor on, we make some pulls or whatever the case was. Uh, they don't let you get in there and do the tuning. They don't let you mm. get in there and be involved. And I wanted to be involved because I didn't always agree with what they were doing. That's awesome. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my own. So I did. I turned my shop into, uh, like I said, we, we installed the engine dyno system in it. And I, for me personally, I know I do this differently than everybody else because my customers tell me this. Mm-hmm. I encourage 
the customers to be a part of it. Like, guys, come on in. You know, you can help set up. You can do whatever. You know, you guys, this is your engine. This is your vehicle. This is your motorcycle. Like, you guys, you should be a part of it. You know, you should learn and know what's about this. You may not know anything prior. You may not be an expert. I have no problem explaining to you what we do as we do it. Mm-hmm. And you at least have an idea of what's going on before you leave. That's um, awesome. You Can know, you- Jeff, perfect example. Take your vehicle. You put your vehicle up on the dyno. You get to run your own vehicle. Yeah. And I you thought know? about it. Trust and me. at first, I've had so many wives, girlfriends, and stuff like that get up on the dyno, and they've had an absolute blast. You know, you're always nervous the first couple times. Sure. You mean you don't but have to take them to dinner and buy them diamonds all the time? What? <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore that guy. Just ignore him. Hey, Joe, can you tell us how much um, dyno testing costs? So if you come to my shop, it's 75 bucks. We'll, we'll establish a baseline for $75. That's it. If I'm out doing a show and I got to travel something like that, it's usually $100. Uh-huh. And I use the term, so usually it's, it's $100 for two pulls. Now, in, in realistically, though, I call it establishing a baseline. Because sure. why? It might take three pulls. It might take four pulls. Now, the reason why I chose two pulls, because it's simple. No one's vehicle should overheat within two pulls. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, if you do two pulls and they're the same number, if you're not changing nothing, why do you want to do a third pull? Right. You're just, you're just beating your equipment. You know what I'm saying? So, so I do that for two pulls. Now, tuning... It's $100 an hour to rent the dyno, you know, per se. You make all the pulls you want, to, you want to make. And then, of course, tuning on top of that. If we tune it, that's one thing. But I know I have a lot of customers. They do their own tuning. Mm-hmm. They just don't have a dyno to do it. So That's great. And I'll tell you right now, for, for the guys who like to do remote tuning and stuff like that, we're all about it. We, we, uh, we encourage it. But for the guys that go out on the street and they do these hits on the street and stuff like that, I'm telling you, don't do it. It's not good information. It's, 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 I don't want to say it's reckless because, you know, we, we can keep control of our stuff, but it's, it's just not practical. You know, you can get into an accident, you get a speeding ticket. Sure. And, and on top of that, Joe, one big thing you is know, that, um, one big thing we want to get to before we got we got to uh, cut out today is for all this information that you have out there, how do, how do people get a hold of you and find you on social media or, and find your, uh, Facebook. On mobile Facebook. Dino Masters, Facebook. So just Mobile Dino Masters on Facebook. That's the that's the main link. That's it. Well, all that, right. that is it. Well, Simple Joe, enough. we're running out of time here, but thank you very much for all the info yes, that you gave us you. today. Amazing. And we'll be in touch about our 2023 season, the great things we got coming up for you. See you next year. I look forward to working with you guys. You guys are awesome. <laughs> all Thanks. right. Thanks a lot, man. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Blake. All right. And Jess, what do we got, Les, before we wrap it up here today? Oh. Oh, Oh, look at that. Hello. That means get out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'd like to thank our sponsor, uh, Air Technologies, as well as Joe for coming on the show today. Uh, Thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Excuse me. Now I got tuning on the brain. Tuning in for Rub It Up with John and Jess. If anybody wants to send me uh, show ideas or recipes for Thanksgiving, you can do so at jessatthemotormania.com. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) And, of course, tune in next week when we got – who we got coming up next week? We have the mullet machine. I love that guy. I love that thing. So, all right, we're out of time. Tune in next week for the mullet machine and tune us to every day or every day on our sites. But uh, Sundays at 1.30 on 98.7 FM and 1340 AM for the Greater Milwaukee Radio Group. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And remember, the older you get, the better you get unless you're a banana. 
See you later. Bye. <laughs>